Champion bachelors Craig and Greg present a myriad of topics centering on relationships and addictions in the positive lights of experience, strength, and hope. Both have struggled with the strongholds of addiction and with relationships that went awry, and both have emerged on the other side, stronger, wiser, and better prepared to become what they once set out to be. You're listening to The Solution. Hi, Craig and Greg. I'm a middle-aged man. I've never been married, and I have no children. I do go out on a lot of dates, but I have yet to find Ms. Wright. I've been self-employed for the last several years, and with me it's either feast or famine. Right now I'm in the famine stage. I don't drink or take drugs, and I've been sober for several years. I have been told that I'm a thoughtful and kind man. There's this girl that I want to ask out, but my current financial situation affects my self-esteem. I know that once my business bounces back, I'll feel confident again. I think that women value financial security very highly, and I don't feel confident in my situation at this time. I don't know what to do. Please help. Signed, Down and Out in the Midwest. Hey, welcome to The Solution. I'm your host, Craig Dallin. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Greg Carter. Greg, right over there. How you doing, buddy? Great, Craig. How you doing tonight? Oh, man, I'm doing awesome. Wow, Greg. How about that letter? I know, right? You know, um, what's one of the first things that comes to your mind after hearing that? Sadness. Sorry. I feel sorry for the guy. You do, huh? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Sadness. Like he was singing the blues a little bit, wasn't he? Oh, not only did he sing the blues, he wrote us the blues. Yeah, yep. He was uh, he was a blues man there, you know. But <laughs> he wrote you, and it seemed like he he he. It's, it's a different kind of a letter, though, isn't it? It's yes, somebody. It it's somebody who's writing in, not even so much about dating, but it seemed to me more like um, I don't know. He was throwing out the throwing out the flares. You know, yes. you know, when you're blown, your car's blown on the middle of the road, you might be throwing out some flares, the night flares, like help me. Yes. A couple SOSs or whatever. And um, we can help him. Yes, we can. We can help down and out in Midwest. Let him know that everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, when somebody, you can either live by abundance you know, your life can have abundance or it can have, what's the opposite of that? Scarcity. Scarcity, you know, scarcity or abundance, you know, you can, and you just live your life accordingly. It's a, it's a mindset, you know, basically you can either be real negative about the day or real positive about the day. Like, man, this is going to be an awesome day. That's right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, this has happened to me several times. I want to tell this story real quick and it happens in the shower. It happens in the shower, but I'll, I'll get in the shower and quite often, you know, in the morning I might be, let's say I was a little bit low on sleep and I'll get in the shower and I'm like, oh man, I don't know. I am tired. I'm way tired. I'm thinking. And then when I'm in that shower, I'll just tell myself, nope, 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 nope. You're not going to go there. What I do, what I've done, I've just told myself. And when I said it, I don't know if I meant it totally, but I did. I just told myself, this is going to be the best day in a long, long time. And right when you say that, you can feel the energy coming in, right? Yeah. And it turns out every time, every time, 
that day is a killer day. Positive affirmation. Yeah. yeah. Because you set yourself up for it. Yes. You bring yourself, you bring it to you. You know, I never knew, knew what I was doing at the time, but I was bringing that to me. You know, like this is going to be the best day ever, despite how I feel. You know, or if something really bad happens in the morning of your day, and then another thing really bad happens, all you do is say, well, I got that out of the way. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the time to make yes. this is a killer day. Yes, yeah. I always like that old saying, you can start your day over any time of the day. Yeah, I like start that. Start your day over any time of the day. Yep. We always get a start over. Yes. Even if it's five, six o'clock at night or later. Well, I think it's time to start my day over. You know, yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. You know, um, one of the things that come to my mind too is purpose. Um, down and out, it didn't talk about purpose really. He had a, he has a business and, um, you know, I, one of the good things about having a job, a nine to fiver Monday through Friday, one of the great things about that is it gives you, that's your purpose every day. Boom. You get out of bed, you know, you go to work, you work hard, Mm -hmm. you put your mind into it. You don't half-ass it. Right. Because when you when you do something halfway, you're only going to get half out of it. I don't care if you're working for yourself, working for somebody else, doing whatever. When you throw yourself into what you're doing, you reap the re- rewards. All of the good things come to you. You know, and at the end of that day, you feel like you really accomplished something. And I think he's had a lot of days here where with his job that isn't... Uh, you know, it's uh, he runs the business. You know, he's an entrepreneur, right? Right. But I don't know if the entrepreneur is always putting on his work clothes. Yeah, he, it sounds like to me, just from reading that letter, that he it's referred to quicksand. Mm. And what quicksand is to an entrepreneur, and other entrepreneurs have a way of it of explaining it. That quicksand can be that you put all out, you're working super, super right. hard. And for whatever reason, the results aren't happening. You know, they just start doing everything possible and nothing's working out right. That's what reminds me of him. He's in quicksand. However, he also mentioned the solution in his letter too. If he, I hope he's read his email a few times to us. Is that, you know, like, Hey, it's either feast or famine. So Mm -hmm. sometimes he feast other times he has famine. And so just look at what he does for the feast. Now there's some businesses, some entrepreneurs that some I know personally that it's like they're during their famine stages, they're working 120% during their feast time. It just seems like, Hey, business is just good. They might put out 50, 60% and just business falls into their lap, but then they're working that much harder during the famine stage. But, my advice to him is as long as he keeps working hard on the famine stage, it's not going to last forever. The famine stage won't won't last forever. And when you go to a feast, right, you will take home a lot of leftovers and you put those in the refrigerator. And freezer. And the freezer. And you're going to have them when the famine comes. That's right. Because you're at the feast and you, you saved up from that feast. You don't view it as a feast. You view it as a regular day. And then that feast can pull you through the famine. Exactly. Yeah. Farmers are classic example. They are. They did. A lot of farmers I talk to say they get 
They go, Greg, we get two paychecks a year. You know, and that's it. They said that we, we pay ourselves a little, a little salary each week mm-hmm. and we stick to that. No ifs, ands, or buts. And that makes sense. Right. That e- makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. You know, anybody that's uh, owns their own business, the goal needs to be, you know, you take enough out just to kind of live on and then the, re- the rest you reinvest into your business. Yeah. Or leave or it, however, sit there for the, to ride out the famine, you know? Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. put it in savings, whatever, however right. you, you do it. Yeah, don't splurge on any extras. Right. Yes, don't splurge on any extras, yeah. And if that's going to be his purpose, his business, you know, throw everything into it. I don't, I'm don't. i not I'm not one of these guys who believes in 110% or 120%. No, I don't like that. I believe in 100% because there isn't such thing as more than 100%. You know, they said if you can do something, if you do something 95%, that is absolutely phenomenal. Yes. You know, well, if this guy can throw in the 90%, close to 100% into what he's doing as his purpose, because his purpose is something that that's just him. Yes. Then um, that's his purpose. And boom, that thing is just going to explode. Yes, it is. Yes. And he needs to quit worrying. It's obvious he's worrying. You know, there's an old saying like, um, into thought, you know, where if we accomplish something, it's because we're into action. Yes. And I have a feeling that down and out from the Midwest is spending a lot of time into thought. And there's an old saying, thinking is for amusement only. Yeah. Yeah. So he's thinking and what happened in a lot of this thinking is turning into to negative thinking. Right. Right. I mean, the thinking, yeah, we can always hold them back. So you're back. thinking maybe he overthinks things Absolutely. or he, he makes a mountain out of a molehill? Yes. Yeah. He's thinking way, way too much. Like that girl that he wants to ask out, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, ask her out to go on a walk, get a cup of coffee, something very cheap. I know he can afford that. I'm almost certain that he can. Just. Oh, yeah. 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 Something small where he can just put his himself on a little where he can be with her, she can have herself on a little display to him. I mean, they're both on not display to each other. It's not like right, not yeah. like they're mannequins in the in the showroom where you walk by and look at it. But I mean, just where they can in a simple way go out, do something simple, and have a nice conversation. That's how you get to know somebody. Right. The way he's worrying in this email, Craig, is though I'm picturing this. He has this unnecessary worry. And mm-hmm. this is why I say is that Here's a guy, I could understand his concern that he were dating this girl for a year and it seemed to be pretty serious. And she's hinting around like she's expecting a ring on the finger. Mm -hmm. And he happens to be in a famine stage. I might be able to understand a little bit why he's feeling this way. Mm -hmm. But he's not. He, He just wants to ask this girl out for the first time. And his thinking in my opinion, is taking him all over the place. Like, I'm in a state of famine. I don't have the financial, you know, security to to provide for. He's not even close to being there yet. He hasn't even taken her out on the first date. You've stayed with us this far, and that shows commitment, proving you possess the trait required to obtain the solution. Now let's rejoin the show already in progress. I think girls, women, they don't care if you pull out a hundred dollar bill or a twenty dollar bill or whatever. 
They just want to get to know you. You know, sometimes they actually respect a guy who, you know, you can go out and do something simple. Even first time, go out and have coffee or whatever. You don't have to, you know, or go out and take her to the, you know, whatever, the small little town restaurant, you know, anything. Just something small, but a way to get to know her. Yeah. Simple, you know, and they they find it, they find it kind of endearing. It's an endearing thing, you know, when a guy shows up and he's, he's, he's humble. He's a humble guy. He's not trying to, you know, he's a humble guy. He doesn't, maybe he doesn't talk a lot. Maybe he's a little bit nervous. Maybe he's a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit shy. So what? She loves all that stuff. You know, as long as you're a genuine person, as long as you're authentic, you, as long as you, you are you. Yes. You know, you are you when you show up and, um, and, the, and be the kind of guy that's just not all concerned about how much he's going to like her, how much she's going to like him. You're just doing it because you think that she looks like a nice gal and she sh- sure could be somebody that, you know, he might like to date. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 Down and out from the Midwest needs to quit worrying. Yeah. You're out there listening. You need to quit worrying about your financial, being able to financially support that girl that you haven't even asked out yet. Yep. Right. You haven't even asked her out yet. That's way too, you're putting the cart way ahead of the horse. Making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. And it's easy to do. It is. It is. It's yeah. easy to do. You know, um, we've all done it. I have. I mean, <laughs> I mean, man, you know, years ago I have, I have a date and I tell you what, I mean, I, lo- I liked it. I looked forward to it. I, lo- I loved taking my dad's truck and cleaning it out, taking it to a car wash or whatever. Just cleaning that sucker out and making it look really, really good. And then getting a bunch of those pine cone trees in there, getting it all smelly, smelling good. Right. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> and, um, you know, really getting ready for the day, thinking it over, thinking it all through, which was always kind of a lot of fun. But um, dating dating is a fun thing. It's just, it, it, all it is is a time of discovery, though. It is. That's all it is. And you just put your real, authentic self out there. You know, like they say, you, you, you want to stay in the frame, you know, you want to stay in the frame and the frame is a, an eight by 10 photo of you on the wall. I will say a 10 by 12 big picture photo of you up on the wall. And that is you, right? Yes. And that person, when he, if he becomes altered from that, who that is on the wall, then he's getting out of the frame. He's trying to do, he's trying to, he's worried. He's thinking too much. He is thinking too much. Yep. <laughs> yeah and you know i think he needs to ask her out here soon that'd be my advice just ask her out and yep yeah i would i would my advice that's great advice greg my advice is to yeah, ask her out but then you know and then really settle into your purpose settle into your purpose which is you might say it's feast or famine but make it where it's you know more of a feast you know, you don't yes. you just and set your mind that it's going to be that, you know, when you set your mind that something's going to be something, it's going to hit the mark a lot closer than when you set your mind that it's just going to be feast or famine. That's so right. When you tell yourself and when you tell the world, hey, this is going to do better. We're going to do better than a feast and famine. We're going to be, we're going to do a feast and we're going to do a, a pretty doggone big meal too. You know, and then you can 
live somewhat frugal. Like I said, you put your leftovers in the refrigerator, and that's your next meal. Yeah, freeze them. It's the foods that can be frozen. Oh, absolutely, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love leftovers. Oh, I man, I do. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, certain foods actually taste better leftover. It's almost like the, the seasoning has a way of working itself in. And it, day three of a hamburger helper, look out. Oh, or day four, <laughs> look out. That's going to be some doggone good hamburger helper. Absolutely. Or chili. How about that? Chili, especially. Uh, lasagna. I've had good luck. If you do it right. Hello. Cover it up just right, then it won't affect the noodles. Yeah. The big lasagna noodles. Yeah. Oh, I love when that lasagna when those noodles get really crispy. Okay, coming out of the oven. The, you know what I mean? Yes, I definitely know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, lasagna and day day it can it can go to how many ever days? That's going to be. Oh some yeah, good stuff. I can eat a piece of lasagna, square lasagna every day. Yeah, me too. That's <laughs> that's some carb heavy stuff. Let's remember that. But yeah, hit the damn time. It's hard to it's hard to get that stuff, and it's hard to stop. I know. I have a trick. That's true. <laughs> there we are talking about food again. Last week we were talking about food again, Ben and Jerry's or something, and then it turned into wings. Yeah, but you know what? That's good though. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we should do a cooking podcast. Actually, this is what he needs to do: ask her out, maybe have at cook cook food for her, yeah, and then bring it like in a little picnic. You know the yeah, because he's down and out in the Midwest right now. Yep. We're in July, so it's summertime. Yep. He could prepare food by his own hands. Yes, he could. Take her out to a park, sit down, eat and talk, spread out a blanket, picnic table, what have you. Let the flies get the potato salad. Yeah. I was always nervous about doing something like that. I've never, uh, spreading the blanket out, and I mean... It, it, for some reason, I've never done that, and that would be fun, though, wouldn't it? I do the picnic table. I use the picnic tables to do that. I take a... A blanket and I put it on top of the picnic table. And the reason why, since it is summertime, birds. That's all I'm going to say. Birds. There's, <laughs> birds leave their trademarks on the picnic table. Oh. Okay, yeah. So when you cover up the picnic table. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's one option. You know, go yeah. out for a picnic. Um, there was a lot of things to do in the summertime. Yeah. And keep his focus. Yep. His purpose. What? Yep. Keep the purpose and, um, I my my idea for the date is go on a walk. Oh, absolutely! But, yeah, you know, and and get an ice cream cone too along the way. Yeah, talk, get a chance to know her. Yep. Yeah. But I think uh, down out in Midwest, hey, you got this one. Yeah, quit you beating got, yourself up. You got this it. one, but we want you to to really um to really think your life over a little bit and think about your purpose because your purpose apparently is that business that you have going. He never did say what it was, did he? No, no, he did not. No, but I'm really curious what it is. Yeah, yeah. But I guess it doesn't matter. He just doesn't. continue to put his heart, continue out to speak to down out in the Midwest directly in the first person. Please continue to put your heart and soul into your business. Please continue. It, yep. You're planting this. You're planting some more seeds. More fruit will. And know, let's and let's talk a little bit about the byproduct very quickly about purpose. The byproduct. When you put your, when you focus on that, you really don't need to focus on her a lot, which guaranteed you will not appear needy. Yeah, just keep your purpose down and out Midwest. Just keep focus on your business and just look at her as, hey, this is a 
something extra as an add-on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just you're going to take a walk with her, have a goal to, like yep. you said, go out and yep. ask her out to her walk. Yeah, because when you focus on your purpose, other the other things will just come naturally. Hey, we're going to put a wrap on this show. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for being here. Hey, if you got a problem, if you got a question, you email us at craig2042 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you because we want to help you. All right, Greg, thank you very much. Hey, Josh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank and you, uh, take care, listeners. Until next time, uh, you take care. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. This concludes this episode of The Solution. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to check out our next episode. Send your questions and comments to Craig. 2042 at gmail.com. That's Craig with a C. Until next time, good luck and goodbye.